Hi friends, welcome to the Toastcast. I am your Toastmaster, Jared Petty, and with me, the Toast hosts with the most, ladies and gentlemen, luminaries from across the internet, indeed across the continents, from all over the planet Earth, you are the Toastcast, starting to my left. Hello, I'm Lucy James, big Toast fan, wouldn't have survived my student years without it. To her left. Gary Witter, big fan of Toast. Currently on a ketogenic diet, so this will be a, 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 an exercise in temperance for me as I watch you all eat toast. Yeah, this um, is kind of torture for you. But I it? do bring a lot of uh, knowledge of toast and toast-related matters to the table, and I look forward to making a, a hopefully a worthwhile contribution. Literally to the table. We are sitting right now along around a table loaded with a bounty of toast. A lot of toast paraphernalia. Mm-hmm. There is. So we'll, we'll go down to that. To, to our, our third toast host with the most. Hello, Chastity Vicencio. Yes, big enthusiast for toast, but I'm here to learn more. Here I, to learn yes. more, you say. I, I want more knowledge. This is already the stupidest thing I've ever done. <laughs> I'm We're very about nine, excited. Nine yeah, how, how, remind me how we got talked into this again. Oh, this all began with you, Gary Weta, taking pictures of toast and posting That's them true. Yeah. on That's Instagram. That's true. Mm-hmm. I was really enjoying toast last year and I thought I was doing a good job of making toast and I wanted to share my toast achievements with the world and I posted what basically was tantamount to toast porn. Yes. And Chastity was was getting all kind of worked up about the toast Mm -hmm. and people were getting into it. So let's be honest, this is really all about sexual fetishism for all of us here. I think we we can admit that. (laughs) Chastity went out and bought a whole new toaster. She was so into the toast. I did. And it's here now. I brought it. This is my new toaster right here. So we have right now on the table in front of us, you can't see because this is audio. We have two toasters set up and then we have a a stack of different loaves of different kinds of bread and a Mm -hmm. veritable cornucopia. Of condiments laid out before us, various toasty toppings, mm-hmm. delicious toast-oriented mm-hmm. things. But before we begin, a couple before we start eating the toast, and there will be plenty of eating on this podcast. If you okay. hit hearing chewing on this podcast, sorry. So I, I, I actually do suffer from misophonia. Oh, what is but that? It's the when you hear other people chewing, and it's so in our office. I sit kind of the Bermuda Triangle of three people who eat really loudly. Oh, no. Unintentionally, but they eat loud foods. Toast should be fine. Nuts. Chips. See, that's uh, that's me. For Is the it American just that you audience. don't like hearing people eat? It, it, it activates an anxiety response in me. Oh, wow. wow. And so, no kidding. If you have misophonia, probably not the podcast. I've never heard you. I've already learned mm. something on this You're podcast. like those, there's, a, there's a Star Trek episode where they meet a culture where everyone is mollified when they first meet them and they go and sit down in a uh, in a meeting and people begin to eat in front of them oh. and the the culture is just just beyond horrified and shocked because in their culture that would be like defecating in front of other people <laughs> wow. like eating is something that is only done in private in special rooms where no one can see you because it's that intimate and but that kind of makes sense, really. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. no way. Does this also imply to yourself? What if you're eating like a bag of chips or something crunchy? Does that bother you, or is it only other people? It doesn't bother me because I think, well, I don't know. Sometimes that you have chips that are obscenely loud, and I feel weird about it because I feel like other people can hear me. But it's it's like nine point five times out of ten, it's other people. How is it at the movie theater for you? <sighs> yeah, because like people are eating Pop- popcorn. Popcorn and- is first of all not code compliant in the cinema it's a very loud food it is I don't okay. I, but usually I go and see a film and it's usually drowned out so it's okay also American movie theaters are so much bigger 
So you actually are further away from people. Oh, that's there. interesting. Yeah, just in the UK, the you are crammed in there. You're just like stuffed in like an airplane? We're only just starting to get um, the reclining chairs. Oh, I stuff. love those reclining yeah. chairs. Yeah. But you so pay for them. The one in uh, Leicester Square would see Star Wars there. Okay. Um, it's like 25, 30 quid. Oh for, for those of us not familiar with the relative value of a quid, pre-Brexit uh, at least. Um, is that what, 30, 35 dollars? Yeah, I don't think it's that different. So about 17 cents now, right? Yeah. After yeah. this week. Okay. Uh, so, before we move on, I think it's time to begin preparing toast so that you're not waiting for toast when it's time to eat. Have you not lined up a big time sponsor for this, by the what, way? For like this? this podcast is big brought toast. to you by... By Big you know, Toast? Hostess. Brought to you by Hostess? Or, no, you know, no, no, I didn't go for that. No, Sarah Lee or whatever. If we do, in fact, produce Toastcast 2, the second slice, you got to get then, a sponsor. Then, then we can get a sponsor for that. But no, this is, this is just pure chicanery and stupidity. <laughs> if you're one of the three people still listening after this discussion in five minutes, we appreciate it. Chastity, would you please be toast some toast. our Toastmaster yeah. here? Oh, you want to get straight into yeah. yeah. the practical? Well, well I, I take a minute for the toast to get toasted. So while we're going through other activities, Chastity's going to prepare some okay. here for us. But first, we have the uh, a couple of obligations. Being the Toastcast, we want people to understand what we're all about. So mm. we're, we're very quickly here on the fly going to create the Toastcast Charter. Oh. Going around the table, much like the uh, that those those Puritans of yore creating their Mayflower Compact, we are going to sit down and create a charter for our mission here. One sentence each. What is our goal? I'm going to begin with the Toastcast exists to advance the appreciation of bread in its noblest and most perfect form. Uh, that I think that's going to be the the first line. Lucy, what what do you want to add to the Toastcast charter? Um. For people to broaden their horizons about toast toppings. Excellent. That's yeah, I would, for me, it would just be a variation on the same thing, like raise awareness of, of toast. I, th- I think the problem with toast is that it's, it's often it, it, just taken for granted because it's like, so like in our lives that you don't take, you often don't take a moment to sit back and go, you know what, this, and this is how I, then the stupid toast Instagram thing started with me is like, I, I had a really, really good slice of toast with like hot melty butter on it. I was like, oh. God damn it, people don't, appreciate enough the simple things in life like just a good slice of hot buttered toast like and that's where this all started mm. for me is toast oxygen i mean is it like breathing is it is it like ian mcgregor in in moulin rouge saying love is like oxygen all you need is love like it is toast all you need i would i would say it's a cornerstone it is a cornerstone. Of, of culinary gratification and again often overlooked because it is just so taken for granted mm. well it, it's very much relegated to the side dish of breakfast mm. right Agreed. Uh, yes why is that i don't know and it's it's not thought about well, and it's kind of served kind of meh. Like, it's yeah. been sitting out. Why is it on the side of the plate? Like, why is it on its... It's on. It's important enough to have its own plate sometimes. Mm. But a good, a good, mm. a couple of slices of good toast with whatever you want to put on it, that's a valid breakfast all mm. by itself. That's a meal by itself? Yeah, why not? Do There's you agree? Like, oh, yeah. There's a great line in Killing Eve where uh, they're talking about having breakfast together, and one of them says, uh, who decided that breakfast should all just be about eggs? Oh, I never yeah. understood that. It should be toast. Should be toast. I'm with you there. Chastity, your line for the Toast Class Charter. Oh, no. I didn't think about this. That's okay. You don't have to. I just also want to appreciate toast. And it's the little things in life, right? And toast is one of them. And you should appreciate it more. Toast is one of those. So toast, topping appreciation, you Mm. said earlier. We're going to get into that here. I mean, of course, that's the great thing about toast is this, as we'll get into, 
the toast is the base layer, but there's just so oh, yeah. there's infinite varieties of things you can do with it. Yeah, it, yep. it toast is toast is almost like a, a palette. Toast is toast, toast is a canvas. Toast what's, is versatile. Toast is a canvas. That's yes. a great way to think about it. Is that toast is a blank canvas that you can paint great works of art on a, gr- a blank canvas of deliciousness there you go like yeah, that bob ross would create mm. topically and he and like bob ross says anybody anybody can embrace toast and like, here's yeah, the it, here's, here's here's a little bit of food for thought uh jared oh as, as the first toast pops up that's right <laughs> um, perfect coloring toast by it's itself isn't really anything right like nobody wants to be a dry a slice of dry toast that by itself is not satisfying what about elwood blues Yes, I know. Yeah, okay, but that he's not. He's a, he's a special case. Oh, I'll take the burnt toast. I like burnt oh, toast. Okay. Who wants who wants There's this? Different levels. You just put it on the plate here. Okay. So there yeah, dry, you know, dry toast by its own, not much of anything. But you, but with a couple of uh, one or two simple additions, it becomes something quite miraculous. Toast is patient. Toast is kind. It does not toast. It does not. No, wait. That's a okay. So Chastity's fixing the levels yes. on the toaster here because it looks like it's tuned a little. Tuned a little hot a right lot. now. Ooh, yeah. It's, there's some burnt that toast That one's there. just grabbing one side. This to me, look, yeah. this this is well done toast. Like this yeah. to me is yeah. like the right this level of. We definitely. Are you like yours a little less yeah. brown? Okay. Okay. Are these set to bagel or toast? Let's see. That might be it too. Is that a kind that of... one's set to bagel? Yeah. Oh, that's oh, why. Oh, that's why. That's why. Little, that's why I came Sorry, out. we had some we had some mm-hmm. some toast. That's my god. All right. So before we begin eating and start having the munching here. Actually, we can all start putting ingredients on. We're going to talk about these ingredients in a moment. But uh, I'd want to hear each of you, and this time we're going to go in reverse order, starting with chastity. I want you to tell us about your toast awakening. Toast awakening. Every human being that comes of age mm-hmm. has a toast awakening. Uh, and, and we'd really like to know your story. Try to keep it clean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do remember pretty vividly when I was young. I think I was about five or six years old, and my father had made french toast for me and it was the first time i had made had french toast and i was used to pancakes i was like pancakes all the time i ate a lot of mcdonald's pancakes but this was my first time having french toast and i was confused and he's just like oh just eat it the way that you eat pancakes just cover it in syrup and just go for it and i was like okay and it's covered in butter covered in syrup took a bite i was like this is great you can just this is just bread and i was confused about how it was made but it was just I didn't know bread could be that delicious. Yeah, is it just yes. bread? <laughs> is, the I don't want to get yeah. controversial right off yeah. the bat, but is French toast toast? I think I think that was my first time thinking about like bread as being delicious. Okay. Yes. Do you, are we talking at a technical level here? I think toast is wherever toast lives in your heart. Those are my thoughts on, on it. Is French toast toast? My answer is... If French toast is not toast, then I would say um, my mother used to toast... We, in Filipino culture, we have very sweet things. So we had it, bread that was very sweet. Like, have you ever had Hawaiian bread? It's, yes, it's pretty yeah, sweet. absolutely. Pretty sweet. So like, so you ever had toasted Hawaiian bread? Yes, exactly. Yeah. So we had Hawaiian bread pretty often, and we toasted that, and then she would put butter on it. But then she would also sprinkle a little bit of sugar on that too. Yeah. So it's just like a super sugar vessel you'll on, find on some something toast. similar in japan sometimes it was amazing. I, I love it. Do you think, yeah. does, does toasting yeah. bread show up in every culinary culture do you think because it seems like a pretty basic thing to do but i don't know well i mean i think toasting bread uh, uh, to, let's let's there's two great questions here first we asked is french toast toast why would it not be because it's technically not toasted it's it's f- like fried or grilled in a pan isn't it that's well true but that's still a matter of toasting i mean just because we prepare something in a toaster 
Does that is that what defines it? As I don't. It's, it's, this is that why why I hesitate to bring it because I don't want to get bogged down in semantics. Exactly. Well, that's mm. where the two are combined with me. You're this is the thing if, that divides the toast community, Jerry. <laughs> not, doesn't bring them it's together. The big issues. Well, people have been baking bread a long time. I suspect the origin of toast is twofold. One, discovering that that toasting uh, or that baking bread that burns is still good. Mm. Like if you overbaked your bread or if you reapplied half baked bread to heat, you very quickly discover toast and be like, hmm, that's tasty. Second, of course, is that toast is a masking and preservative agent. Uh, mm. We were talking earlier about Lord of the Rings. There's a passage in The Two Towers where the uh, some of the hobbits and Gimli and Legolas and Aragorn meet at uh, Isengard. I'm sure you all remember that part. Wait, did, did, are they actually going to... I'm fascinated to know where this story's going because do, do they talk about toast they in do. Lord of the Rings? They do talk okay. about toast in Lord of the Rings. And they, uh, they've they reached the wreck of Isengard. An army uh, has been destroyed there. And they're sitting in the Flotsam and Jetsam, which is the name of the chapter. And they are preparing food, uh, the hobbits, for their friends. And they say, you know, hey, here's some rashers of bacon. I'm sorry there's not a lot of green stuff. But we will have to toast the bread. We have toast for you because the bread is three or four days old, I'm afraid. Yeah. And so that's actually, I mean, that bread, that, that's a good tip. When bread is starting to go a bit stale, mm-hmm. you can save it by toasting it. Mm-hmm. And that's what they do in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. So my thought is maybe that's where toast comes from. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't my quote, but I remember someone you know, long ago saying, like, who was the genius who, after successfully, like, baking bread, said, let's cook it again mm-hmm. and see what will yeah. happen. <laughs> But I think it's great. It's and I do think it's lost to time. But from flatbread to 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 yeasted bread, I think you make toast. What did you put it. on your yeah. toast? Mm, yeah, is, let's let's have mm-hmm. a quick toast because I think it's very telling to see yeah. what each of you. Even I'm I'm again an observer here, mm-hmm. but it's fascinating to see what you all chose to put mm-hmm. on your first slice. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite kinds of toast is very simple. It's a slice of white bread toast. Yeah, with in this case chunky peanut butter, though creamy works just as well, mm-hmm. and raisins. Ooh, I've never I've heard never of that before. The peanut uh-huh. butter and raisins. I've never. To try no, that. well, I mean, now is your opportunity. You could either take a piece that I haven't been munching on, or you can bite off the other end of this. I, like this is, I, I mean, I've just never heard of that Mm-mm. combination before. Try some, please. But Make I mean, it's, it's, it speaks to the infinite, in, you know, the infinite uh, varieties that are, that are mm. available. What do you go with, marmalade? Marmalade, just marmalade. Mm. Never been yeah. a marmalade. I like jam, but I've never been a marmalade person. I like a good marmalade. What did you do? I, I went for um, buttery spread and marmalade because I have okay. high cholesterol and I can't buy. I shouldn't have butter. But then again, I brought Nutella today, so what do I know? So in America, marmalade is one of the exotics, right? It's Mm, definitely why I went for it, because I rarely see it available to me. Mm -hmm. Well, I was going to say, I I said in our text thread the other day that I would bring it, and then I went to the shop just before I came, and I was like, that was the last jar. I was very surprised there wasn't much more. I mean, marmalade is very common in England. Is it that uncommon here? It is not. It is not. It is uncommon, but neither is it unheard of. My okay. father. Mm-hmm. I grew up in a. My father loves marmalade like Paddington Bear does. He he adores marmalade, and so I grew up in an American household where it was always there. But that's fairly uncommon. Mm-hmm. Jesse, I don't know. What about you? It was not very common. I've I've seen it a couple times in some um, restaurants, but I was confused as to what it is, and I was like, oh, is it like jelly but with oranges? It's basically just orange jam, yeah. That's yeah. the way they give it this fancy name. I love when he makes in. it in that prison in that yeah. wonderful, wonderful movie. It's so cute. Oh, you Paddington. made such a happy smile. Oh, Paddington Paddington's so great. Paddington's so great. The best films. Now, what did you have, Lucy? I see your ears. Oh, I have, I have marmalade too. Oh, with double the, marmalade. Because mm-hmm. huh. you feel like um, for a starter, I didn't want to go in hard with the, the Nutella yet. And we do have marmalade here. 
Mm, but there again, is Marmite. We'll get to Marmite. We'll get, we'll get, to, yeah. we'll get to the I'm, true exotics. I'm going to try it for the first time. Oh, yeah. That'll be a highlight. <laughs> so that was your... You, we asked Chastity about her toast awakening. Uh, everyone, please, let's make some more toast. Mm, um, yeah. yeah, I'm like, we got to, this is going to... Like, once you got to eat it right when it comes out of the toaster. This if you, it's going to get yeah. cold. And it's yeah. a little weird that you, nobody has to eat that toast there if they don't want to. Oh, I mean, look, we've got no shortage okay. of bread. Yeah, we have All right. plenty of bread. Yeah, we have tons of bread. I want to ask Chastity. Yes. When you decided to buy a toaster, how did you decide what did you shop around did you research like how did you arrive at the toaster just, that you bought i went on amazon and i was just looking through for reviews and i wanted something that had largely good reviews i usually go for things that are almost five stars okay um, but you can't please everyone so it's never going to have five but stars did you so have like a thing like stars. my toaster i want to make sure it has this and that like. yeah i wanted to make sure it had like multiple settings this one was interesting to me because it, you can you can see it here but like there are these um, pieces that pop up on top and so if the bread doesn't fit in a toaster you can just warm it so if I had a croissant oh, I can warm it it has nice. like these little levers okay. and then it has like this thing and you can still use the toaster but it's sitting on top and then it toasts it kind of toasts or warms the croissant so I thought that was a really cool feature on this toaster that is really neat the toaster the other one that we're eating out of here this four slicer mm -hmm. that, that burned our first batch is actually a source of great controversy in my marriage. Um, oh, oh. My wife and I agree on most things uh, when it comes to our home. We agree it's messy uh, and we wish it weren't. We agree that uh, mostly on aesthetic decisions. But for years, I regarded a four slice toaster for two people as indulgent. <laughs> really? Yes. I, two slices each. Why did I draw that line? I don't know. No, I that's just, weird. Yeah, because like you never eat just one slice of toast. Yeah, you have, the toast comes in pairs. I know. I, I, I so if you got two people, four slices. I admit that I was wrong, but for a long time, I was a four-slice toaster blocker. I didn't I'm prevent her from purchasing yeah. it, but I argued. And then one year, I said, "This is dumb." And I surprised her at Christmas with it. So, Aww. but uh, which was just me repenting for my own stupidity. Toast Awakenings. Lucy, what's your Toast Awakening? Uh, so when I was a kid, I would, my mum worked um, kind of far away from where I went to school and where we lived. So I would go to my granddad's after school every day and he would always make me, first of all, a cup of tea and co or coffee, which as a, you know, five, six, seven year old, bizarre. But apparently, I guess I wasn't a rowdy kid, so it was fine. Uh, but he would also always make me toast with golden syrup. And I understand that golden syrup's not really a thing here. It's not. At yeah, all. I'd, I'd never heard of it. Uh, so it's a treacly type. It's, it's kind of like a treacle, but it's way sweeter. Treacle yeah, it's, has it's, kind it's, of like like it's not the kind of syrup you would put on pancakes. Okay. No. I guess you could, it, but I, I wouldn't. Ooh, no, I wouldn't put it on pancakes. I put it on, um, my stepmom used to make a golden... Uh, golden syrup pudding, which is basically a treacle pudding, but with golden syrup. It's and usually it something you put incredible. on desserts, like you would put it on like spotted yeah. dick or something like that. Yeah. Okay, so get the jokes in now. Get the jokes in while you can. Syrup on your spotted dick. I, 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 I look. Yeah. What's you got spotted English? dick? It's it's it's, a, it's like a, a kind of like a like a fruity, sticky pudding, like yeah. a, like a. It's hard to describe. It's better it's than brave. it sounds. Yeah. I'll say that. Sounds good. Yeah. It does look good. I'm gonna bring some napkins over for a moment. All right. Thank you. Is it too soon for me to break into the marmite? I know we're going to leave chest. No, I mean, like, like, by all means, have some next. marmite. Yeah. I'm going to try the marmite next. Everyone here has tried it but you, so you'll be the, the, the oh, guinea yes. pig. Uh, so you. no, that was it. I just used to have this kind of sugary toast covering, and then, I yeah, that was that was my awakening. Gary, what was your toast awakening? Mm. I don't know if I really have one. Like, toast has just been... 
Like, it's such a fundamental thing that I don't remember. Yeah, who can remember the first time they, they ate toast? Like, I mean, it's just always been in my life. Well, and again, it is kind of ubiquitous. Very good. Oh, very good. Um, again, especially, especially in England, it really is, yeah. you know, just a quintessential part of, of, a, of an English breakfast, or it can be a whole breakfast. Mm. And it's also good... Uh, this is the thing like you only usually think of toast as like something you have at breakfast but in England it can be more of an all day thing mm. Lucy and I were, were just talking about oh. the joys of beans on toast oh, which is something ooh. you can have for lunch or dinner yeah help amazing. me with this please please explain the beans on toast phenomenon what kind of toast I mean what kind of beans on the toast Heinz baked beans Heinz baked beans really yeah, yeah. so, so they, they are Heinz sugary um, and I wouldn't recommend trying it with like the bush or the Hunt's beans you no. know kind of like the pork and beans type beans no. you get here you've got to get Heinz baked beans yeah. is it a consistency effect or? It's, it's everything it's the, it's, fla- it's the flavor it's the type of bean that's used it's the sauce you've so got to use Heinz baked beans there used to be I don't think they do it anymore I think it was Hovis they used to have a bread that they specifically marketed for beans, for on, beans toast? on toast that's crazy and the, the loaf um, the packaging was just beans and it what was, was the called, but what was, was called baked bean but how bread. was the bread like designed to thick, be okay white. nice and thick yeah uh, but it was basically just their thick white loaf are we right. talking like Texas toast level thickness or I, I mean that's yeah that's thick like that. yeah okay just thick a little, little less than Texas yeah. a little more than normal yeah, yeah. this sounds scrumptious uh, I you never had beans on toast I have fantastic. dipped my toast you know why really if we had planned this out better I would have bought a brought a can of Heinz baked beans and we could have done it we should have Maybe for the the second slice, yeah. <laughs> we'll come back and do it. I think so, if the audience asks for it, we're going to do the, the so second. So for the marmite, slice. should I put butter first, or should I just? I would. would. Okay. And I would also put less on than I. I this is because I've missed it, so I've Got gone. It. Yeah, so that okay. that's more that's than I would slather. recommend for you. That's like advanced level marmite, right? So there. a thinner layer than what Lucy. Yeah, I would use sparingly because otherwise you're gonna. It's there's a good it's, chance you'll have a bad strong? experience with is it. it. Very yeah. strong. It's very strong. It's strong. Also, be prepared for resistance in getting it out of the pot. Yeah, it's, quite... it's very, very thick. Okay. Very goopy, like oil. Yeah, um, I, I don't want to. I don't want to poison the well here, but Marmite has never done it for me. Uh, you know, there's the plenty ho- of toast. The whole, the whole marketing campaign. The whole marketing campaign for Mar- for Marmite in England is basically you either love it or hate it. And like mm-hmm. they act, mm-hmm. like their commercials, they give Marmite to people, and people are like, oh, yeah. this is great, or like, ah, like the, you know, it's. It's it's not it's really not for everyone. Would you like me to try it again? I, I could give I mean, it a fair chance. I mean, be my guess. I have a it's massive jar of it. I, I think and you I, and you know you use it you use it so sparingly it that a, a jar lasts a long time. Oh, you've had it before. I've had it before. I'm very keen to like see it. your reaction oh to gosh. this because there's nothing. If you if you ask me like, well, what is it like? There's nothing I can tell you. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, there's a yeastiness to it. It doesn't take because yeah, well, I it? mean it is literally yeast. Yeah. No, they do marmite black now. Which what is, is Marmite Black? I think it's a more intense flavor. I oh my tried god, I might have to get some of that. Yeah. And they make uh, Marmite uh, peanut butter as well. Mm? What is? Mm. <laughs> Do you like Bovril? No. I like Bovril. Mm. No, I'm I sorry. What are you speaking? Well, I, I don't want to get off topic, but it's like basically Bovril is like Marmite but made out of meat. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. Now you're just trolling me. That's not real. Oh yeah. You that's, can make a drink out of it. That's mm-hmm. what I like to do. That's what I had as a kid. I didn't yeah. like it. Wait, you make okay. It's yeast made out of meat that you turn into a drink. Welcome to England. (laughs) (laughs) Please pass the marmite. All right, here comes the marmite. All right, so I'll use your marmite spoon. All right, here's my marmite spoon. (laughs) It's got a little of my toast on it. Watch out. It's all right. Um, So Chastity and I are going to try the marmite. So you don't have to don't go crazy, but you don't have to treat it like plutonium either. Like while she's tasting, I'm going to begin. We asked you, 
the toast-loving audience, and really this is the bulk, this is the heart of the show, because we are of the people. We are the common, the common person. We are the men and women uh, of, of the proletarian class. We are here for the rank-and-file human being. I mean, when you the think about it, boy. toast is a very blue-collar, working-class food. Exactly. You don't think of the hoi polloi eating toast, do you? No. no the, 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 and so we have... Well, the hoi polloi do drink, eat the toast. Oh, no, sorry. You don't think of, like, the... Sorry, I got the... The, the aristocracy. You don't, you, don't think, you don't think of the, 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 the super-fancy people. They're guilty. Unless they have one of those toast racks. Oh, yeah. The nice little triangles. Because we don't have that. Okay, I'm kind of jealous of those, actually. Mm. Is this a good layer of Marmite? I would say that's the right amount for a first time try. Okay. All right, here we go. All right, here we go. We're trying out the Marmite. Ready? Wait, no, you go first. Oh, well, I know what I'm getting myself into, so all right. How long long has it been since you had Marmite? I had some when I was back at Christmas. Okay. So a couple months. So not too long. Marmite. Yeah. All right, here we go. Okay. This Ready? Is, this, 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 here we go. Oh, I do not like Marmite. You don't like it? Don't I really want to know which way this is going to go. It's like, you know how people, some people love natto? Let's say people hate it, like the fermented soybeans that people eat for breakfast mm, in Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I honestly think I'd rather eat natto. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like here said, I go. Here we go. Hmm. It's very savory. Yes. Oh, it's strong. Yeah, yeah, it's really strong. That's why I said, yeah, definitely use sparingly. Mm. It's strong. Mm-hmm. It's savory. It's, yeah, I don't know how, right, how would you even this. begin to describe it, right? Like mm. it's, it's, there's no, there's nothing else that it's like. Yeah, it's very hard I don't to think. describe. It tastes like Brexit. I don't it know. It tastes like Brexit. <laughs> <laughs> Just strong and slightly disappointing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. It's all Yeah, I have no idea how to describe this. I don't hate it, though. Yeah, I don't hate it. Like, would you, would you, could you eat that whole slice? I'm going to. Okay, yeah. I Good think I you. can. I think I can. All right, that is, yeah, that was too much for me. But I wanted to try it again. I wanted to get, no, it's I've good had, that you tried it. Yeah, it's, it's good that you tried it. It's not, like I said, everyone knows it's not for everyone, so no yeah. one's offended if you don't like it. We're not all going to like it, but that's the, the beauty of toast. Is it is that strong, we can have, though. Yeah, oh, it's, yeah. it's yeah, really strong. Marmite. I've had Vegemite, of course. Now, we have, we have two folks from the UK here, and mm. my understanding is that there's a, there's a sort of a cultural phenomenon between Marmite and Vegemite. Can y'all describe this? I mean, Vegemite is basically the Australian version yeah. of Marmite. I've I, had I've, it in I've, I've never, have you ever tried Vegemite? In is, it, is it that different to Marmite? It's a lot stronger. It's stronger. Or at least I, that's what I felt. Yeah. Okay. But this was about ten years. ago. I want to try that uh, Marmite Black that you're talking yeah. about. I haven't tried and it. And you get your Marmite crisps as well. Have you tried the Marmite oh, they're crisps? They're really good. Really good because it actually really does like have those. the Marmite mm-hmm. flavor. Uh, unless uh, you know what. The other, the ones that they go for. It's like, oh, these are meant to be Worcestershire I'm sauce. Just gonna, I'm like, oh, if, you, if we're not going to use a spoon again, I'm just going to lick the Marmite off Please the spoon. Please do. Because lick, lick, lick I can't that. have the toast, but I want to have do the Marmite it. flavor. Lick that Marmite. I shouldn't be eating the toast, but I, I knew that when I did the toast cast, I was going to have to. Oh, I really like it. Yeah. You know what I like about the taste of Marmite? Is it gets you right back here in does. the taste buds, right? It mm-hmm. gets you right back it's here. It's very strong. Yeah. I mean... I kind of suspect strychnine would too, but I, I agree that it's a, it's a power. All right. So to- I linked this spoon, so I'm going to put it in the sink. All right. Back to the people. Uh, we sent a call out for Toastcast questions. And these come from these come from all over the place. Some of these are from the old uh, Pockets Full of Soup Patreon group. Some of these are from uh, Twitter. So we're just going to read through these. And Toastcast, as, uh, as, a, as a team of self-proclaimed experts- just throw your replies in here. Okay. Charles asks uh, a very simple question: What is best bread? Um, for toast, for I toasting? like white bread. I like a thick white toast. 
I like a thick white, you know, just just regular good white sliced bread. In fact, I made a comment when I saw it here. This, um, if this is in your local, I don't know wherever you are in the world listening to this, but if you can find artisano bread, they sell it like at most major um, groceries now, Target, place like this. I, this is my go. This would be my go-to bread. Yeah, why for aren't toast. we? Why aren't we toasting the artisano? We should check out the artisano. Bread. It's really good. I tried a slice of the only bread. thing that I'm a bit disappointed by is that all we have here is various different kinds of pre-sliced bread. Like my personal favorite kind of toast is on like a nice crunchy French bread that you slice yourself. Mm. Ooh, ooh. Because I want to have that crunch. Oh, we should have we should have brought some. Yeah, so just like a, a French loaf. Yeah, like a nice like you know like a baguette necessarily, mm. but like a nice big fat French mm. uh, French uh, loaf of French bread. Mm-hmm. Cut that up, toast it. Do you oh, know that? Fantastic. Do you know that they had baguettes in the Bible? I did this? not know that. Yeah, Abraham begat Isaac, and Isaac oh, begat Jacob, just, and Jacob yeah. begat Jerz, oh Joseph. It's yeah. too early, Jared. Have you heard about that? Yeah. It's way more. too early. That's toast humor. We got more of that coming here in a little <laughs> bit. Uh, we okay. got some toast here. All right. We so, got plenty of toast here. Uh, all right. Uh, Amanda asks, um, why do we really only eat marmalade at breakfast? Again, why do we only... It's, it's a weird thing, isn't why it? Why, why, why do we only really have eggs at breakfast? You know, there's certain foods that have just been, for whatever reason, we've just decided that they're breakfast foods and not other foods. And yet, one of my favorite things to do is have breakfast for dinner. Oh, mm-hmm. like, I love breakfast for dinner. I love dinner. breakfast for dinner. Mm-hmm. Why is that so much fun? Because it feels thought, wrong. Cause, yeah, because you feel like you're breaking the rules. <laughs> like, this isn't supposed to be happening. But like, I'll go to like a Denny's or whatever for dinner and like ordering like pancakes and sausage and egg and stuff. Like, you just feel like you're being kind of subversive, and I like that. Chastity and I are going across the street to IHAP. We are after this. We yeah, you should, y'all, because you've been um, craving the pancakes. Mm-hmm. What's that? What's that? I said because you've been craving the. Well, pancakes. I can't have the pancakes. I, I shouldn't be eating the toast. So I'll oh, okay. be right back on my ketogenic food and right behaving myself. Lucy, are you coming along? Have you decided yet? Uh, I have to wait and see how the patient's doing. Mm. Lucy has gone in all in on the Nutella. Yeah. Mm. So there is um. This and is and by the way, related. This, this is as cl- this is as close to the top of the toast pyramid oh, yeah. in terms of toppings you can get. Yeah. I think mm. Nutella's great even just on regular untoasted bread. But yeah. On toast, it's fantastic. Nutella's great on everything. Mm. Yeah, Nutella makes it. You know, I'll I'll just eat it out of the out of the jar. It's mm-hmm. just too good. Related to that previous question about which bread is the best, there is a great line from Peep Show, which is a British sitcom, where uh, the main character Mark is quite anal. And he says that he has, um, whenever he has breakfast, he has a slice of wheat or brown bread for his toast, for start, for his main, and then he has a slice of white toast for pudding. Because oh, that's, wow. that's he's so uptight, that's the only way he can treat himself. He has to actually like <laughs> yeah. balance it out that way. That's, that. rather, that's rather poetic. That's a, good pop, that's a good pop culture reference to toast. And again, I would- It stuck I, with me, that's why. I would really hesitate to say that this kind of bread or that kind of bread is the best. I'll tell you what my favorite is, but you know, p- people should, do what they want and, and have their favorite things. I personally would say like, I like wheat bread. I like brown, what, what we more commonly call brown bread in the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't I don't like wheat bread for toast. I don't think it toasts as well as white bread. I agree. I, yeah, I, I, I love I love like wheat bread for like a regular sandwich or whatever, but I don't think brown bread toasts that well. I'm it's just not a, the same. I'm going to do a comparative toasting. You know why it's partly is the aesthetic is that when you have that really beautiful like melted golden butter on a white on a piece of white toast it looks great mm. but aesthetically it just doesn't look as good on a piece of brown toast mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i've got another theory about the marmalade here that that we didn't bring up and this is a very very kind of pragmatic and maybe gross theory but what if the reason that we only eat marmalade for breakfast is marketing what if people have figured out their niche in the big breakfast industry and they're like you know what 
We don't know if we can get people to eat marmalade for dinner, but we know we can make this a premier breakfast food, and people eat breakfast every day. I mean, could that be it? Well, I've never seen it's sweet, right? And we don't really associate sweet with dinner entrees. Well, we do with dessert, though. Dessert, yes. But not with entrees. Well, what's interesting is that, you know, again, if you think of it, again, marmalade really is just orange jam. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But yeah, all, all other kinds of jam aren't segregated into breakfast. You can have, you can have like, uh, 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 jam on toast or a PB&J any time of the day. Well, PB&J... But marmalade outside of breakfast is weird. Like, we have these weird arbitrary rules. We do, but PB&J is especially weird because we don't toast them often, which is a shame because PB&J... You can have a toasted PB&J. You can. Have a toasted. You can. Just, That's but, not the default, but yes, you can. I just had one. Mm, how was it? It was delicious. Yeah, I, I uh, that's why you were asking about the peanut butter and raisin bread. I, I, I regard peanut butter and raisins, raisins as almost the superior toasted version. The, the nice squishiness of the raisins and the firmness of the toast go really good together. I used to toast a lot of raisin bread growing up. I, mm. I would buy a whole loaf of raisin bread and just like toast those, smother that in butter. Amazing. This so is. I'm having so much fun eating toast and talking about it. Are mm, y'all having too. a good time? Mm, mm-hmm. It's living up to the to the hype, Jared. It is living up to the hype. I have a question for Americans. Mm-hmm. Yes. Do you guys have bread and butter pudding? Because that is no. a way that you incorporate toast into a dinner. Bread and butter. Now, is that similar to bread pudding? It's like bread pudding. Yeah. Bread pudding is 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 a is a dessert dish made with whiskey, uh, toast, things like that. Together. Yeah, and you put yeah, like you custard on it. it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Layers of bread and then you kind of bake it. No, and then the no. I think you're thinking. Of, I think you're thinking of something. Bread else. pudding's different. No, bread mm. pudding's got fruit in it. Bread pudding's got a, it's a it's a different vibe. No, so the, you never the, had bread pudding. We have that in England. So I don't think I've ever had. It. I've had bread and butter pudding. Which so is what the, is bread like and butter the, pudding? Let's, let's you just basically it. get kind of slightly stale bread. It's a way to save it, oh. and you cut it up and then you layer it and then you. Can I don't put, think it's that different. But I don't think so. I think maybe I've just had the northern version where. Instead of fruit, we put marmalade in and chocolate. Wow, so you basically that actually get, sounds really good. Yeah, you get a chocolate orange toast. That sounds, that sounds fantastic. Yeah. The North, first, this sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. Second, the North is where the Ninth Doctor's from, right? Like, that's... that's. Which one's the Ninth Doctor? Uh, that That is... Eccleston? Uh, yeah. Uh, they always make jokes about him being from the North. He is Northern, but from I don't Manchester, think... From Manchester, right? Yeah, so not as Northern not as me. Not super North. Okay. Lucy right. is as far North as you can get before it becomes Scotland, basically. Yeah. Okay. It's very far North. So you go like two miles North here in Scotland. Not that uh, far, yeah. Not, I mean, yeah. yeah actually, close. not that far. Wow, that's really, um, really close to the yeah. North. Um, I don't understand British geography. So we're, we're the Northeast. But no, so that's the thing that... There's nothing... That you can't get... You can't really get any further North in England than Newcastle. You can, but it's Bingo the... Bingo, It's mm-hmm. the... You can go like to Berwick and places like oh. that. But it's like it's the m- northernmost major city in England, surely, mm. right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who knew that toast would take us to lessons in ge- geography? geography <laughs> history. It's, it's, a, it's a portal to all avenues of learning, Jared. Well, I'm going to try this bread and butter pudding mm. because I'm a fan of anything with the word custard in it. That's yeah. that's definitely. Oh, I love. That's the one thing I really miss about. I mean, you can get it, but like you know, I go to the English store to get. It. I miss like birds custard on oh. desserts. So good. Yeah. Mm. Now, before we continue, would anyone like to refill their beverage? Can you warm up my coffee a little bit, Jared? I I can. I think it's interesting to note that we all defaulted to breakfast beverages. Mm. Three of us are having coffee. One of us is having tea. Chastity went with... Tea. Earl Grey. Hot. That's right. Yes. Gary's got the coffee. Lucy's got the coffee. And then I went with coffee with a little bit of apple brandy in it because, you know, Mm. it's afternoon toast. Irish it up. I like Mm -hmm. it. Mm Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to go get coffee. Y'all talk about something over there. Um, Should we answer another question? Do you, have another, do you have another viewer question for us, Jared? While I'm getting coffee, Lucy Yearwood 
says, not a question, more of a statement. Honey My favorite. on toast with bacon. Wait, what? Honey on toast with bacon is no. a delicacy. No. Mm-mm. No. I mean, look, if you enjoy that, if, you can if, put whatever you if want. If you want to do that in the privacy of your own home, that you know, I'm not going to tell you how to live your life. If you're going to have not a bacon me, sandwich, no. Oh, I love a good bacon oh. sarni. Oh, they don't have it. They don't do it. I've had to explain. I, so, 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 I've got a question for you. Do you think a sandwich is always better when it's toasted? No. If it's got cheese in, yes. Not like, to talk about a classic bacon sandwich, you can have that toasted or non-toasted. It wouldn't be the same, because you, when you have a bacon sandwich, you want that bread to stick to the roof of your mouth. You can't get that with Yeah, toast. but the other problem with, like, an untoasted bacon sandwich is, like, with all the grease and everything, like, the bread can get kind of smushy. Yeah. Whereas, whereas if you toast it first, it's a bit more resilient. No. No, I want the smush. untoasted. Yeah, you like the smush with the with the thick the thick white loaf again. Yeah, there's a place um, next to the office in the UK called Lenny's. Oh man, they do the best. I do miss a really good bacon sandwich yeah. or a good bacon roll, Ooh, like a crusty like roll. A bap. Yeah, okay. a bap. no wait, you miss a good bacon sandwich. Can I find mm. a good bacon sandwich here? What's that? Uh, well, you can't get proper bacon here for one thing. Oh, Amer- American bacon okay. is an atrocity. It's a very very different phenomenon. You're so right. How is the describe the good bacon? It's thicker. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't like cook it as much as you guys do. You guys always have a yeah, crispy. Yeah, it generally it's not like burnt to a crisp like a lot like a lot of American bacon is. It's more like Canadian bacon. Yeah, yeah. closer to Canadian bacon. But if you're gonna have like a proper ha- but British, but not quite that hamminess of Canadian bacon. Either. No, no, it's it, it, it tastes more like bacon, but it's thicker. It's mm. red rather than being like one long strip. It's mm. more kind of round in shape. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's I think generally less fatty. Um, I've had it and I really like it. I'm not sure I, I'm not sure I bow to the cultural superiority of it, but I like it a lot. It's really good. I think it's good. Before we move on to the next question, an observation made. We were talking earlier about toast as a preservative. Mm. I'm going to opine something here. I believe that toast is the fried rice of the bread world. I expand on this because oh wait you laughed uh, do, 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 do you see where I'm going with this no go ahead when I when I lived in Japan one of the things I discovered about the use of fried rice in Japan at least is that it is a rice rice doesn't refrigerate well no it's, it's, no. it's a way to use it day old two day old rice exactly yeah. it's a way to use leftover rice mm-hmm. and make it good so fried rice you mm-hmm. just take yesterday's rice mm-hmm. you fry it up throw a little oil in there the right mixture of spices some some cut up uh, carrot and onion and you've got a delicious delicious meal. Toast. And that'll keep better than just regular rice. Yes. yes, and yet, even though it tastes like rice, it's got an entirely different flavor palette, and it's all about the condiments. Yep. Mm. I do a garlic fried rice. I think Ooh. that's really easy oh, to make. Oh, I love garlic fried rice. Very easy to make. So my thoughts here, my, my thesis, is toast serving the same purpose for the bread world? I mean, like I said, you know, it, it's it's you can save a loaf of stale bread by toasting it. You really mm-hmm. can. Um I would say I would say it's easier though. Like turning rice into fried rice is more involved than just toasting a bit of bread. So I would mm-hmm. say it's superior in the sense that you can transform it more easily. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? it doesn't take. Long. All you need to do is apply heat. That's true. That's it. Mm-hmm. You don't That's have it. to put an egg in. You don't. But fried rice is pretty quick. You throw an egg in there. You slap some soy sauce in. 
couple of stuff, and you've got fried rice, but yeah. it's not quite toast. I agree. Mm. What do you think, Lucy? You look oh, no, you said eggs, and now I'm just thinking about an, a fried egg on toast. Mm. Egg, a, a nice an fried egg on toast oh. is also breakfast meal. a pot. Or how about, how about a nice uh, fried egg sandwich? Oh. Yeah, fried, yeah. The, in, on, in the American idiom, the fried egg sandwich is definitely closer. Although it's, mm. that's more of a southeastern thing than mm. it is like out here in California for me. I, I uh, very rarely find that here, where mm. upon where I grew up, a fried egg sandwich is... Is a staple. If you want to go all out, you can do a bacon and egg sandwich. Oh, really? yeah. Yeah, on nice, yeah. thick, crusty bread. Brilliant. Oh, Chastity, you don't have to go get that. I got it. I say on mic. Um, mm-hmm. I promise Chastity some uh, tea. I need to get you more tea, though. All right. No, I'm, I'm fine. Yeah, oh, but 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 it's okay. Yeah, she's fine. I'm endeavoring to be host to both the podcast and my guests. That's a terrible combination. Next question here. Uh, this one from uh, uh, Greg Miller. Ah, uh, never heard of him. None of Who? us know this guy. Yeah, never heard of Greg Miller. Uh, one of us certainly doesn't live with Greg Miller. No, no. Uh, another of us certainly isn't weekly on a podcast with Greg Miller. No, no. I would remember. You would remember that. Hi, Toastcast. If I'm going to put jelly on my toast, mm-hmm. I don't butter it. Many people think this is weird, and they butter every piece of toast regardless of its final form. Mm-hmm. How do you feel, Toastcast? I literally just ate two pieces of toast without butter and just jelly, so it was fine. Yeah. delicious i'm not precious about it do what you want but i feel like why would you deny yourself uh the goodness of butter i uh that's, again that's to, eat, to each their own mm. um i personally feel like just as a default like you put butter on the toast first no matter what it happens next like i don't think i've ever had a piece of toast that didn't have butter in between the toast and whatever else was going on i get it with jam and jelly and stuff because it's like there's a sweet and savory thing mm. that might not like, why would you want, like, the saltiness of butter? Mm. By the way, only ever use salted butter on toast. There's a little pro oh. tip for you. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't muck about with unsalted butter. Unsalted butter's for cooking. I agree. Salted butter goes on toast. Goes on toast. That's mm-hmm. But, yeah, salted butter plus, like, then strawberry jam on toast. I can understand how people mm. might think that's weird. Mm. I would eat um, that. I just I, that. I've never really been a big jam on toast guy myself, so it's not really come up. Most of the things I put on top of toast are savory, so they're going to they're gonna go with the butter no matter what. Like you asked earlier about the Marmite. We said put butter on first. Mm. I would definitely do that. Oh, yeah. I am a firm believer in jam only on jam toast. Mm, really? And that's mostly a matter of growing up with not enough spoons uh, or knives. <laughs> uh, if I got my spoon or knife dirty on one, I couldn't stand the thought of sticking it into the other container. That just give it a wipe. Hmm? Yeah, just wipe it wipe down. It with wipe a paper not towel enough. or something. Wipe's not enough. It needs to be washed. Are you going to be like OCD uh, about it? Okay. Uh, yeah, it needs to be washed. That was how I thought of it as a kid. So I developed a Do taste. You still feel that way for jam? No, but now no. I like jam on toast without butter, so I never mm. put it on. No. It, but it all stems from that childhood frustration with the idea of dirtying the, the containers. Honestly, I, I think there's nothing wrong with just having jam or jelly on toast, but I prefer it with butter first, yeah. and mm. then the mm. jelly on top. It's delicious. Megan Sullivan asks, toast or bellini with caviar? Inquiring snobs want to know. I'm sorry, what was the question? Toast or bellini with caviar? Inquiring snobs want to know. I've never had caviar. Mm. I've had caviar. Mm. I like seafood. I like salty, spicy things. It's not spicy, but it's salty. Mm. It's not really. I think caviar is overrated. Yeah. I think caviar has a reputation because it's like super expensive, but like... I've never, I, I've eaten super expensive caviar and I'm like, oh my God, I get it now. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, it's not great. Yeah, she says in inquiring snobs, I think uh, uh, exactly with that recognition. But I love caviar on toast. Now, mm. I will tell you a thing that I suspect only Lucy will, will respond to. It's a very English thing. Um, 
in England there's I think that's very popular to put on toast. Have like, you ever had like the paste, like the like the sardine and tomato paste or the fish paste oh, that you no. put on toast? Oh, Never I love that any. stuff. Ooh, I didn't even think about that. Oh yeah. Sorry. Yeah, princes. It comes in a little jar. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I know princes. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like and it's like a basically like a fish paste. Ooh. My favorite one is it's called sardine and tomato flavor. Ooh. And you, and you spread it on. I, I should have brought we'll you that next time. You know, I didn't. I really didn't put a lot of thought into this. Next time, we'll bring be- Heinz beans, mm-hmm. and I will procure because I'll have to get it from the UK because you can't find it in like in the English shops here. I'll get some. I'll get some of the the the, the spread as well. Do you it's think it'll good. still be available by then? I'll find it. All right. You can have it I want to try all of this. Mm. Food shortages won't have rendered it unmanufactured. Yeah, if I can get it out of post-Brexit Britain, I might have to have someone like smuggle it out for me or something all right, there you go. <laughs> through all the new border controls. If I can, though, I'll get it. I've got connections. I've got people on the in, on the underground. We've had a lot of English perspective, our, our British UK perspective on toast here. But Chastity, uh, other than something you offered up a little earlier, you haven't talked much about growing up in a in a Filipino family and toast. What's uh... yeah? There, I mean, it was a lot of sweet things, like I mentioned, like just mm-hmm. all the cuisine and breads were always associated with like sweet things. Uh, all of our baked goods in Filipino bakeries are are sweet. Mm-hmm. Like there, it's really rare to find something that is not um but yeah we had a lot of toasted raisin bread i think that was like the majority of our toast um we had regular white and wheat toast as well and uh yeah my mom would always put like the butter and the sugar and then so like we were just very like sugar crazy me and my brother and my sister so yeah we we always wanted something sweet so we like definitely went towards the jams and the jellies any sweet and savory combinations come out of that not really, no. Not okay, really. I wondered yeah. about that. Yeah, I yeah. mean, we we love a peanut butter jelly sandwich, but like we always went usually smooth peanut butter. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You've got the awesome. extra crunchy here. At well, the we table. also have smooth. Yeah, it's right here. Okay, that's yeah. not mm-hmm. catering for all tastes. I like it. Mm-hmm. I brought it. I, I was trying to be prepared for everyone. So, yeah. all right. Next question from uh, uh, you might have heard of this fellow, uh, Jonathan Dornbush. Mm. Dear toasters, first time listener. First time writing in. <laughs> Which fruit topping is the best type to put on your toast? Fruit jam. Okay. Yeah, and there's a list. Jam, jelly, preserves, marmalade, or compote? I would say marmalade. It is my personal preference. I just really enjoy it. Because it has, it's the it's the smoothness of a jam. Mm-hmm. Wait, because jam and jelly is different things here that I don't Jelly's understand. just the juice. So that's the, yeah. the no bits. No bits, yeah. So yeah, for me, marmalade is the the jam of the orange, and I just really enjoy those flavors. I jam. think they go well, very well. I, you know, I, I'm not a big, and I'm going to sound extremely English right now, <laughs> and I don't want to take us off topic too much. Uh, I'm not a big jam on toast person, but slap a bit of jam on a nice scone Ooh, with some clotted cream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you're talking. Yeah, top tier. Yeah, oh, that sounds yeah. amazing. All right, what about you, Chess? Uh, I would say jam. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would go with jam because the, the butter's yeah. yeah, You've got the butter already, so like <sighs> jelly, it doesn't have the bits that you want. Yeah, you want some of that. It doesn't good have the bite. And, and I feel like preserves is just a word they invented to charge you more for jam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. mm-hmm. yeah, that's true. My a game, my 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 favorite, and I don't have any in my house because I've been behaving myself, and I've got to throw all this stuff away as it is. Compote. I love compote. I don't even know what it is. No. Compote so what is, is compote. Compote is fruit, sliced fruit, cooked in sugar. 
Oh, oh, so I, I have had that. It makes yeah, effectively it. a syrup around the cooked fruit, so it right. soaks in. Mm-hmm. It's almost you know that pie filling, right? The, that you can buy for strawberry pie filling that you stick in, in the freezer section. It's just like this goop yeah. full mm-hmm. of strawberries. It's that except fresh fruit. And then what uh, do you do with thicker. it? Thicker. Then you just spoon it thickly onto the toast, and, and that's in. very different than jam. It is because we're talking it's about chunkier. chunks, mm, it's and super and the the and and yet the the coherent like, but it's not just chunks. It's chunks that have absorbed caramelization. I, I grew up in a working class household, Jared. I don't have any of this fancy gourmet compote. Ah, so we, had, I, we had jam and we were glad for no, it. No, we got our compote because it was homemade. That's how you got uh, it. it was made by, you got it from the ladies in the church. So the ladies in the church who introduced you to everything good, including in my church, uh, uh, Moonshine, because uh, one of them had a still wow. and would bring it and distribute it at church. But the ladies in the church, well, we got all the good stuff. That's where you got your homemade boysenberry wine. Mm. That's where you got your, your, uh, your moonshine. And that's where you got your compote. Uh, and those were all delicious things. I had things. no idea. Yeah. Anybody uh, anybody need anything? We've been casting for a bit here. I'm good. Uh, right, may I have good? a bit of bounty? I'm gonna oh, I'm gonna wipe quicker, off my, my knife and have a little Did bit. you get your uh, you. did you get your hot water yet or is your tea just uh I'm fine. It looks thin. Oh it's fine. Alright, there we are. I'm obsessing about the tea. I would never do such a thing. Follow up to Jonathan's question from Lucy O'Brien. Uh, the other Lucy. <laughs> well, she's loose. I'm Lucy. We, uh, we yes. had to make the distinction when I moved. When no, because I was came it like first. A, like a territorial thing over there. Who got to keep Lucy and who had to change? No, it's just More purely because she moved about a month after I did. Okay. And it became immediately apparent that it was going to cause a lot of issues, and it did. When we were trying to organize or talk about anything, it would be loose or Lucy. Right. Um. The other day, my boyfriend called me loose, and I went. Mm-mm. No, Ooh. we've agreed. We've agreed this isn't we've happening. Agreed. No Lucy. You are the Lucy. But then we both call each other loose just to make things even more complicated. <laughs> but you know what? You have that right. You are the looses. You are yeah. the loosened ones. Well, it's because I, I never really got loose when I was um, back in the UK. It was only really when I moved here. But Which everyone calls prefer? Lucy O'Brien loose. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, yeah. there we go. Loose, loose O'Brien. <laughs> says follow up. What's the difference between jam and jelly? And I believe I you have this answer. I think I just touched on it. Yeah. yeah. So jelly is, is just using the juice of the fruit and jam has the bits there we go Mm -hmm. so what this welch is for example this is jelly yeah okay like welch's is known for making their grape juice so they've turned that juice into grape jelly i for some reason i just thought that jelly was just what americans called jam but it wasn't actually Mm. different well that's exactly what luce said i thought Mm. jelly was american for jam that's what i thought too Mm. but it actually is not the same thing yeah if you spread it notice there's no pieces Mm. of fruit there this one from uh i think another fellow we know john ryan uh ask their opinion of pumpernickel and whether toasting it makes it better or even worse than it already is pumpernickel i've never had pumpernickel bread no me neither should have brought some i've had some it's not great not my favorite type of bread but i will eat it if it's there what is uh can you describe the 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 culinary sensation of pumpernickel it's it's more like a five grain, right? It's like got that kind of crunchiness to it. Yeah, lots and, of seeds. Yeah, lots, lots of seeds. Of lots of definitely. So lots of seeds, lots lots of crunch when you eat that. But yeah, it's just a different texture. I would like to go on record in this place and time as saying that I love pumpernickel bread precisely mm. because of its seediness and crunchiness, and I find it flavorful and delicious. And I prefer it fresh to toasted. Uh, I think that when you toast all those seeds, that all falls off in your toaster, and it's just a big old mess, and I don't want to deal with it. My thoughts on the matter. 
there's a, there's my input on exotic bread. Y'all should try it. Make it's like the own. everything bagel of breads. Yeah, but less oniony. Less oniony. But less oniony. The, the every the everything bagel is just an excuse to eat onions. That that's that's my opinion. It's when on you're that. indecisive and you're not sure if you, you want know, the poppy I'm, I'm, or you want the sesame. You, you, you open an interesting door there, Jack, because of course you know a, a nice toasted bagel. Oh, no yes. reason to believe that's not part of the overall toast that belongs. family, right? It's bread. Mm-hmm. It's a bread product mm-hmm. that you toast You're yes. putting and is delicious. Pretty much the same condiments on it, aside from cream cheese. Here's yeah. I would I, here's, I think that bagels are more toast dependent than regular bread. I'll mm-hmm. happily mm-hmm. eat like a slice of bread and butter, yeah. like untoasted, and that can be good too. But an untoasted bagel, that's not right. You got to toast it. An untoasted bagel is markedly inferior. To a toasted bagel, Agreed. I agree with mm-hmm. that. We all have mm-hmm. we have, we have an accord because yes. because even a nice fresh bagel, just by the nature of how it's of what it's made of and how it's baked, is it's chewier and like it does, it's not it's just not as good by itself. You got to toast it. It's okay. so a much nice better toasted to- for me. A nice toasted sesame seed bagel oh, yes. with a good schmear mm-hmm. and maybe some like onions or you know whatever. Or some or some locks if I'm feeling very I, fancy. I love a oh good my god, locks. so Bagel. good oh. with capers. Yes, mm. no, oh, fancy. Best. a little bit just of pepper. Get that. Just get yeah. that. You ain't got to call that fancy. Get the cream that's cheese. Good. Get the locks. Get a little bit of red onion. The capers. You're oh perfect. yeah, that's, that's perfect. Yeah, that's a proper break. I mean, that, you can call that a full breakfast. Oh, we're mm-hmm. about to. You know what? That ties into our very next question. Um, but before we move there, I do think we should acknowledge that. I think we just. We've just laid out the first rule of Toastcast. Like, if we were creating the laws of robotics for toast, the first rule of toast is that bagels are always superior when toasted. I think we've, we've reached mm, yes. a scientific yeah. agreement mm-hmm. oh, on yeah. that. Related to what you said, Gary, Andrew asks, do you consider toast a valid meal for breakfast or more of an add-on as most restaurants I attend often serve it alongside a fuller breakfast? We touched on this earlier, but I think it's time to talk about this. Toast as a meal. How's it work? I don't, you know, for breakfast. If you if you're just in the if you're just gonna have a light breakfast, toast is, you know, is great. If you need to fill up for the day, though, it's not gonna it's not gonna fill you. And like you know, you want to eat a lot of toast. Like two slices of toast is enough. After that, I'm like I'm done with the toast until mm-hmm. next time. I've eaten like ten slices of toast since we've been sitting here. Mm-hmm. But Me the too. I've had a few. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are are you full up from it? I think I'm full, but I'm going to come back later. Because you're gonna you're like come back. Later. I can snack on it more. Uh, yeah. Just keep munching and tasting mm-hmm. on it. By the way, I did um, try the wheat toast, and how the wheat is it? toast, great. great. Uh, oh, okay. I thought wheat toast wasn't as good as white. Uh, you know, I'll toast it in a pinch if I really want toast, and that's all there, all that there is in the house. Yep. And that's happened. It'll it'll do in a pinch, but it's not my preference. What I found I was doing though was putting thicker topics on the toppings on the wheat toast. So I think mm. I'm, ah. I think I'm taking this thing the toast less and the toppings more with the wheat toast, mm. or from the white toast is better mm. by itself. The toppings are making up for the wheat. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right. So, how do we remove the stigma? What stigma? Walking into a restaurant, ordering a coffee and toast. Like, would you would you feel weird about it? No. No. Maybe I, that's a very British sense. Yeah, I would ability though, because that's just how we've been programmed, right? Uh, growing up here in this country, like uh, I remember distinctly when I was reading the Harry Potter books. And Harry just had toast for breakfast. I'm like, that's not enough. Like, <laughs> Does Harry like, do that? I don't remember that. Yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. He did. And I was just like, he needs more food. And I kept thinking that in my head. And I was so confused because I just been like, basically brought up to believe that that's not enough food for breakfast. 
you need more. I was like, but where are the eggs? Or like, but what else is he eating? But you would eat a bagel for breakfast. I would eat a bagel for breakfast. Is a bagel just big toast? It's there's it's a conundrum, isn't it? I don't know. Is a bagel? I mean, I think a a bagel is there's more to it. It's thicker, it's Mm. denser, and you're more likely to be putting stuff on it Mm. than just butter. Yeah, right. Although a butter bagel is pretty good. No, I like a nice butter bagel. Oh yeah. Yeah, but you're right. You do tend to load some. So I feel like we're on the edge of discovering something here. Like that a bagel is. I don't know. It's, It's. Inquiring minds want to know, wow, Evan had a lot of questions here. Uh, this is from Evan. Pick your um, favorite. Yeah, I'm going to pick one of these. Um, it is windy out. If you're hearing it really that. Is. Yeah. The howling, the the howling wind winds right now. I thought that was your Picking coffee up. machine earlier. And then no, I that's it was the, wind. the wind. Yeah. What is best toastiness? And I believe he means level of level. toastiness. Level three. Mm-hmm. three. Three. What is three for, for those? On the dial. Okay, on the dial. three usually, on the dial. Usually it was a three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. three, four. This is set for a three. I, I like it just ever so slightly above three. Yeah. A three is, is where I get my beard trimmed when I go to the barber. Too. Huh. So, you know, I, you, want, you want a piece of mind-blowing toast trivia that I, I would learned? I love to know. So not all toasters have this. Like, for example, on this toaster here, it's just like a series of dots and it says right. low, medium, high. But on this one here, if you actually see the numbers, mm-hmm. those numbers aren't just arbitrary numbers. Those numbers are the number of minutes that it will toast for. <gasps> and I never knew I that. I didn't know that. Right? <laughs> Wow. Oh, yeah. Yep. Complete oh, it all makes mind, sense now. Mind blown. When, when did you first notice that when you get in your car, if you look at your gas gauge, there's a small arrow pointing to which side of your car? I always knew that. And it's I amazed didn't. me that people blew people's <laughs> I minds. I didn't know that. I learned that last year. Have you? Did you just learn no, this? No, I, I learned that about uh, five to ten years ago, but I, I was very late to the game. Is, the, and the weird thing about it is actually a super useful thing is like mm. you do forget what side the gas cap is on. Yes. You forget all the time. Constantly. Yeah. Why does that happen? I don't know. Yeah, don't know. It happens to me because I rarely about. drive. Mm. I shouldn't have a car, but. Yeah. <laughs> I remember my left from my right. Why can't I remember what side uh, of my car am I? It's just like, I feel like you log certain information in your brain and then yeah. anything that seems like just dispensable, you just forget. And that's the Homer awesome. Simpson quote. Yeah. Every time I learn something new, it pushes some old stuff out of my brain. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Mm. Belinda asks, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, better toasted or not? No, and I, I just want your personal preference from each of you going around. I'm going toasted. Toasted. Mm-hmm. Ooh, bold move. Yes, I know. I like a toasted because it gives it more like sturdiness, more structure. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm not a huge PB&J person, but I... Prefer it untoasted. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's no wrong answer because no. BBJ is delicious. But yeah, I just I prefer toasted. I just like the crunch. Mm. I prefer PB and J untoasted purely because if I'm going to make toast, I'm just going to put raisins on my, my mm. peanut butter. Huh. Have you ever um, heard of a toast sandwich? A toast sandwich. It's sort of a, a mm, I would say a running joke, but I used to do it when I was a student. Uh, if you didn't have enough money to have actual food, you would toast one piece of bread and then put it in between two regular pieces of bread because it just would give you some variety and texture. <laughs> Did you invent this? No. Oh. It's a stu- it's a very studenty thing. I get I get the wanting for that. We yeah. did that in high school. Um, this is this is gross, but <laughs> well, um, bagels were very big on the East Coast. I grew up in New York, uh, but everyone in my high school, and I think it's spread around. Long Island, but we would put we would get the bagel, toast it with the cream cheese, and we would put Doritos inside. 
Oh, holy it's shit! Gross, yeah, Ooh. it's amazing. That's the most American thing I've ever heard. No, it's amazing. But we wanted like the the crunch. We wanted something yeah. crunchy on the inside, and so. I don't know how it started, but it was just a thing. By the time I got to high school, they're like, yeah, this is what we do. And I was like, what? And then I tried it, and I was like, this is really good. I'm baffled by mm-hmm. these amazing carbohydrate sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These are I also incredible. like putting um, potato chips inside a sandwich. I Nothing wrong with that. that. Yeah. I Nothing used to wrong have that. Kit Kat. You could put Kit Kat in a sandwich. Ooh, it works. A Kit Kat? But then if you put salt and vinegar crisps in, mm. the balance between the sweet and salty is so good. Mm. And then the vinegar adds a really nice tang. Oh, I like it. Now, if you're going to toast a sandwich mm. with peanut butter on it, mm. in my opinion, the the creme de la creme of toasted peanut butter sandwiches is the peanut butter and bacon sandwich. Uh, mm. Which I I've think never, we're getting I've to like Elvis territory. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, no, that is... That one, j- just just do it. Just go mm. home and make one. I should have made bacon. Wait, peanut butter and bacon? Peanut butter, a toasted uh-huh. peanut butter and bacon sandwich. I've never had oh. that. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It's the sweet and the saltiness mm. and, and the fattiness of the bacon just, just go together mm-hmm. in the most amazing way. It's, mm. it's, I'll take your word for it. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, you definitely can't have that on keto. Um, hey, I've got a question for you. Yeah. Um, do you ever eat the end piece of the bread? Like, if you were hungry for toast and the only pieces left, that's why were it's like, sitting yeah. there. Would you ever? Would you? Would you toast that up, or do you just throw that shit away? I toast the end piece of the. You bread. will. Yeah. What do you call the end piece? Uh, the heel. Some people call it the, the heel, heel of the bread. In the England, you know, like, it's weird. You know what we call it in? I'm sure you don't have this. I think mm. it's just regional. But I was. It, 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 this is so dumb. We called it the nog. It was called the nog end. <laughs> the, the nog end nog. of the bread. Yeah, it was the nog end. Oh, the nog is nog mean anything else? No, I don't know uh, why. Well, nog, nog in the nog, isn't it? I don't know. I have no idea where it came from, but I was always told it was called the, the nog. End. Of oh, the bread. I no, I like the heel of the bread, and I'll toast it and eat it very often. I don't like I it. Eat it. I'll eat it last. I'd have to be yeah, desperate. I absolutely yeah. have to. I would have to be desperate to eat the yeah. eat the heel end. I'll eat what the rest of the bread, and then if there's no bread left, and that's it, and I just really want toast, that's the only time. You don't like that crusty part on the outside? It's too much crust. That's the problem. I'm eating it right now. I feel good. I'm glad someone's eating it. Mm. It's been something I, uh, that's been my sad ki- for my, 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 my daughter is still at an age where she asks me to always cut the crusts off her sandwiches oh. and her toast. And if I don't, she'll just eat around it and leave the crust. And I'm like, obviously, that's that's her preference. All kids are like that. But I'm secretly thinking, like, one day, child, you will learn that yeah. the crust is actually the best part yeah. of the bread. It's and, good. Yeah. Brett asks, what is the proper way to dispose of toast crumbs? Um, I have a mini vacuum. If I'm eating in bed, like what? I have a mini, a mini little handheld vacuum. So if I get crumbs in my bed, I've got the nice. You keep a small vacuum next to your bed to vacuum. No, I keep your... it in the bathroom. But if I have a like a little like a dustbuster kind of thing, yeah, like a little handheld guy. Because the main the main vacuum is obviously in the in. The I just I mean you have a dedicated eating in bed. No, vacuum. no, no. That's it's great. also for like because I have bits in my bathroom that I can't get a regular. That's fascinating Hoover in. in so many ways because I always just think like don't eat. You know, you just learn not to eat things that can make crumbs in bed. No. But like, rather than just capitulate, you mm. just you decided to like tackle the problem head on. Yeah. yeah. Said fuck it, I'm yeah. gonna have a mini. I'm gonna eat my crummy foods in bed. Yeah. And I then I'm gonna it. vacuum up the crumbs. Yeah. I live like a monster person, so I just wear it around. I mean, look at me right now. I I I look like Cookie Monster vomited on me. Like I just covered <laughs> covered in breadcrumbs. So that I don't mind at all. What about you, Chastity? Uh, I brush it onto the floor and then I swiffer. Nice. I'm Quick. chewing so I can't say anything else. Somebody say something. 
But no, a little $25 vacuum from Amazon. Mm, that's nice. a way to do it. That's kind of glorious. Oh, that's here's the most one. decadent thing I own. One of them. Oh, I didn't get the person's name here. I feel. I apologize. Dear Toasters, if buttering and then adding a jam, jelly, marmalade, marmite, or Vegemite, should I change knives or is it okay to use just one? If you're the only one eating. Mm. I don't change the knife, but I wipe it yeah. in between one thing and the other because you don't want right. the butter getting into your marmite or whatever. Mm. You know, you don't want it ending up, ending up in the same jar. Yeah. Same mm. way? Mm. I'm fine with wiping down the knife. I'm fine in, with wiping. In individual silverware for give it give it all, a little wipey wipey things. I there's a reason I put like 20 knives and spoons on the table today before we started this, and somehow I've used them all. Just, <laughs> does anybody need one by the way? Okay, okay. Thank you. we're all good. All right, uh, this one from uh, oh Mary Kay asks, how many times can you fold a piece of toast until it crumbles? Hi Mary. Mm. Are we experimenting? Two, Should we try? Two times. Before it crumbles? Well, I don't think Three, you, I think, don't think you yeah. get that final third. Do you, wait, uh, well, I mean, cold. we have in front There's of us. There's some old toast right there. Right now. Okay. Use, oh. the, use the wheat. A piece <laughs> yeah. of toast. Mm-hmm. And I think we can test this. Who wants to be our official tester? Wait, how many times can you fold, fold it? it before yeah, it before it crumbles. I would, I would say two. You're probably saying two? The, I'm probably on the third fold. It's going to lose its... So the third right. fold is when it breaks. Okay, Why so. is this a... Rel- I mean, is this a thing that... Do people fold their toes? You need to ask Mary Kish. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. She wants us to experiment, doesn't she? All right. You okay. want to do it? All sure. right. Chastity, let's test it out scientifically. Before it crumbles? Before I have it crumbles. too many crumbles on my plate is the problem. All right. First is there a fresh fold? plate? Uh, there uh, is. Yeah. Okay. This we got bit, the this fine china. Oh, here's one. Here's there a clean go. one. Thank you. Now again, there's going to be crumbs. There's always crumbs. We will agree when crumble. Well, yeah, I mean, what is the technicality basically of before the it like falls yeah. apart? You crumble, mean crumble? I think is when it loses its structural integrity entirely. So three, maybe four. I don't know. This this has also been sitting out. So all right. So, so one. One is fine. One, no problem. Fine. Two. Two. Okay. It's going to be three, huh? Yeah, that was my guess. The third fold is going to lose What happened on the third one? It, three. Is it just a mass? And now, it's that's like a ball. Just, now that's just like yeah, a toast three ball. Is a ball. Yeah. All right. So. Well, wait, but but it didn't crumble. It's a ball. It's it's crumbling pretty bad. Now what yeah. happens if you unfold it? What kind of shape is it in? Let's see. I'm gonna go back out. All right. And <laughs> yeah, it's just like. It's sad. still. I mean, it, it's yeah, it's, it's a sad piece. Still Take us to four. It's a sad piece of toast now. So that's three. And I don't then, think you're gonna be able to do a fourth one. I don't think. Yeah, I can't. Oh, it's four. It's four. There it is. It's four. Now it's now it's just a bunch of crumbles. Yeah. I'm just curious to know if Mary is like just crumbles. curious about this like theoretically, or if she's like trying to figure out how she can like carry her toast around on the go. Like how much can I fold my toast? We, we could call her and it's check. It's an inedible ball uh, now. Yeah. Do we do we want to call Mary and ask her or give her the answer to her question? We can we can send her a message. Okay, we're not going to call her live. Do, do you want to call her, Lucy? Let's let Mary enjoy her Sunday, yeah. Joe. All right, all right. Uh, Grace P. asks, uh, please discuss Mas- uh, Masahiro Ito's uh, famous toast recipe. Now, I- I've never read this what before. What is it? My favorite way to eat white bread is this. Number one. Who is Masahiro it. Ito? I don't, someone on Twitter that I okay. don't know. Toast it after spreading honey on it. After then honey. spread butter on the honey toast. Then spread honey on the buttered honey toast again, and then toast it again. No. What the kind final of device one, is he using to toast? Back using, the a toaster? To- using a toaster oven. Okay. Ah. All right. The final one should be toast soaked in the honey you spread on it first. So you spread honey on it. 
Then you toast it. And you spread butter on the honey toast. Then you spread honey on the buttered honey toast again. Then you toast it again. And then use the honey you originally had for it as a topping. So this is like a gourmet toast recipe. Yeah. I, would, I mean, look, I, need I, it. That, that, I mean, mm. that might well be great. I would say I would counter, though, by saying that one of the great things about toast is the simplicity of it. Yeah, that's Agreed. too much effort. Mm-hmm. If you're going to do a complicated recipe, you are defeating, to some extent, the, the, the point of toast. So is the toast the food of the lazy? I mean, mm-hmm. how can you, how how do you fuck up a piece of toast? Toast is just convenient. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you yeah. can you can leave it in for too long yeah. and it'll burn. Yeah, yeah we burned our convenient. first batch here, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that did happen. We Somebody, oh, you know what though? I learned an amazing tip. I think it was like BuzzFeed or one of these like like you know, twenty like amazing mm-hmm. tips or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was if you have two pieces of toast that are, are burned, basically, mm-hmm. if you just rub them together. Oh. All the to- all the burned bits come off. I would just that, scrape you, it off, but yeah, that's yeah, you, you can you that can save you can save burned toast as well. Mm. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I usually just that. scrape it, but yeah, that mm. that seems easier. Yeah, I used to make toast over the campfire, and that, that always came out kind of wild and woolly, mm, but yeah. also it it was kind of cool. It felt <laughs> rustic toast. It was the to- the toast of nature. <laughs> you know, it's all right. We got um, actually RX ninety three just asked how burnt is too burnt. Uh, if we're going by the number scale, I'm going to go four and a half. Yeah, four and a half, five. Mm-hmm. Mm. I will eat a charred piece of blackened toast Ooh, I with won't. relish. I can't. I won't. Mm-hmm. Not a fan. I can't. Yeah. Some people like it that way. Yeah. Some people really yeah. like their toast like charcoal black. Mm-hmm. I feel like three to four is the sweet spot, mm-hmm. but I will Agreed. totally eat burnt toast. Uh, what, he, oh, they, we actually already... Ooh, Okay. <laughs> Sam says, hey, Toastcast, what are your thoughts on fruit toast or raisin toast? We talked about that. So. I like it. Yeah, I like it. But if you want to get real wild, do you think hot cross buns belong in the toast family? Yeah, because yeah, they're better as toast. It's the, the same uh, as bagels. You can't eat a raw hot cross bun. Yeah. You have to toast it. Yeah, it okay. has to be toasted. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're all, we're all in a, in a I'm not a huge fan of hot toast, cross though. buns. You know, they, they're a once a year thing. Ooh. But if you I like, uh, them. I like them a lot. toast them with a bit of, bit of butter, they're nice. <sighs> real good hot crust buns to me you ever get get those things out of a vending machine that are called like a big texas they just like a bit look like a big like fake stale cinnabon mm-hmm. no hot crust buns always kind of taste like this to me but Ooh, i might try thing. that out then if that's I, not a bad thing one. <laughs> i love a hot crust <laughs> big, bun a hot crust bun yeah mm-hmm. i didn't even yeah. know that hot crust buns were a big thing in america no they're i didn't not, know they made it they're not they, a big they, thing they, but you can get them they're they're not, yeah i mean at easter time they roll them out yeah. it's not as yeah. big as in england but they definitely have them i worked yeah. at a bakery very briefly and we had them for easter mm-hmm. and sometimes christmas oh jeremy says hi toast toastist with the mostest please ponder as to why texas toast is and forever will be the superior kind of toast. So what is Texas big. toast? It's just big and fluffy. Texas oh. toast is big, fluffy toast mm-hmm. laced with garlic. Oh. It's just... It's big. Yeah, it's really thick mm-hmm. cut sliced mm-hmm. bread. It's meant to be dipped in beans. Americans actually do sometimes dip toast in beans, so they don't mm-hmm. usually top it. Or it's meant to be eaten on its own garlicky mm-hmm. or... You can, you can buy Texas toast at the store, which is just the bread. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I would argue that that kind of bread is really well suited for making like a grilled cheese. Yes. Ooh. Texas toast. You want the bread to be thick. Mm-hmm. Thick grilled cheese. Yeah. 
Oh man, now I miss. Which Jack. is another. I, th- I would say is another member of the toast family. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. If French toast can be toast, why is it not a grilled cheese? Agreed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a grilled cheese sandwich is is. I mean, you could have an open face grilled cheese sandwich, and it would taste like like mm-hmm. a grilled cheese sandwich. So I'm with you yeah. on that. Oh, yeah. in, um, I mean, in England, what's just, the sauce? Liam Perrins. Yeah, but what's the sauce? Oh. Yeah. Um, on a grilled cheese but like cheese mm. on toast is a big English oh, thing yeah. as well just like sure. just a bit of cheese on toast no you mentioned Liam Perrins I have never had this what is it like Worcester sauce they sell it here what you call Worcester oh, wait, sauce oh you're talking you Worcester, Worcester sauce, sauce. Yeah, Worcester. Yeah, I have Liam Perrins their whole marketing thing was just um, the famous advert series they did was just a guy put a slice of toast put cheese on it and then put Liam Perrins on put it in you the have oven. it right there yeah yeah, that's good stuff. Well, I, Never I, mind. That is my <laughs> secret ingredient when I make shepherd's pie. Yes. Oh, okay. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. I cook. Yeah, I use. If I'm putting red meat in something, it has Worcester sauce in it. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, I, I use never, it to season yeah, it my gives meat. It, it gives it a nice uh, bit of tang. Yeah. yeah, it's it's really really good with lots of things. Some recipes that call for soy sauce, if you use Worcester, sometimes I'll give it an interesting kick yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Actually, that works vice versa occasionally. All right, we have moved on. Uh, we're nearing the end of the show, but I do have a couple here for y'all. Uh, you have not had an opportunity to read these yet, but from uh, from friends at jokesforus.com. Oh, my God. Okay. Did grab us a couple, Why not? couple of t- toast jokes. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, there we are. So what did the bag of flour say to the piece of toast? Um, I'm thinking. I give up. Mm. I saw you yesterday. Yeah, I wouldn't have gotten there no. by myself. No, no, no. <laughs> Children were lined up in the cafeteria of a Catholic school for lunch. At the head of the table was a large tray of toast. The nun posted a sign on the toast tray. Take only one. God is watching. Mm-hmm. Further along the lunch line, at the other end of the table, was a large pile of chocolate chip cookies. One child whispered to another, take all you want. God is watching the toast. Oh, All right, I thought, I thought we were going to go into like Father, Son, and the Holy Toast there. I mean, that would have been better. That's where I was sort of waiting for that to go. I did a lot of searching on the internet for yeah. toast jokes yeah. in preparation for this. Not that many? These are representative of the best. Oh, yikes. Yeah, oh, it's, not, it's, it's not, a, not a burgeoning genre, is it? Therefore, mm-hmm. I challenge our audience. If you're come, in, come up this, with toast jokes. Make Father, Son, and the Holy Toast is gone. Us <laughs> your best toast jokes jokes to the members of the toast cast all four of us mm-hmm. we'll give our twitter handles here at the end please tweet us your best toast jokes uh original or discovered send them our way mm-hmm. uh, we really i've got like these. a bakery product joke but it's a stretch it's not a toast joke this is the only joke that's even adjacent that i can think of you want to hear it, it? I absolutely yes. want to hear it. why did the biscuit cry i don't know because his mother was away for so long <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like it. <laughs> Sorry, that's there the best I can do. I, I like I like that one mm-hmm, a good. lot. I like bad jokes. <laughs> I, I really enjoy just terrible. You like terrible dad jokes, jokes, don't you? That's your that's I your really sense do of humor. Like he does love dad jokes. Oh, I'm really bad about that. <laughs> you once dressed me as a dad and put me in a video. I did. I Wait, did what? do that. Yeah. And, and weirdly, I put, cast like, him as a dad uh, when I was working at IGN. I ran the Snapchat Discover channel, and so we would just do comedy sketches. And so uh, I forgot what day. I don't know if it was for. April Fools, or it was just a random. It was edition. a what's that Pokemon thing? Yes. So I recorded me and someone else going, "Who's that Pokemon?" And it was the shape of Snorlax, right? But then you swipe up, and it's Jared sitting in a bathrobe on a chair with his legs open, and we we like 
Oh my kind god! Kind of pixelated, and he's just eating chips, and it, and we go. Drinking it's your beer. dad. Yeah, it's your dad. <laughs> wow, and it's then, perfect as well because Jared is like the shape seconds. of a Snorlax, so like yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it works. It yep. just held for fifteen seconds, and he's just pretending to watch TV, very sad, eating a bag of chips. I have to find this now. Yeah, it's out there. It's uh, it's <laughs> definitely out there. That was uh, that was my own bathroom. Um, yeah, it was good. Yeah, I brought good. my own. And he went for it too. I was just like, I went up to him. I was like, Jared, I just need you to play a dad tomorrow. And he's like, What do I do? I'm like, just. Dress like a dad. Well, you gave me a free beer while I did it. Yeah. So that was, I mean, that counted for a lot yeah. right there. But yeah, that was... Uh, Props. <laughs> that was fun. Good times. Uh, yeah, good times. I'm a dad. Let's see. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, we've actually reached, uh, incredible as it is, at one hour and 15 minutes. Wow. It's not bad. We've it's not reached, bad. Yeah, to be talking about toast, this really... A panel of experts. I, no. I really do appreciate you all <laughs> coming over. I, it is not insignificant to travel on a Sunday in San Francisco, uh, oh. even a small distance in, in traffic and horror. It's worth it for friendship. And yes. you have come for friendship, <laughs> and I appreciate you being part of this infinitely stupid undertaking. <laughs> um, so thank you. I, I'm glad that I can I can trust you to embrace stupidity at any turn. Um if you don't mind, any any uh, any final comments? Anything else you want people to walk away with on toast before we do the obligatory end of show thing and we talk about where you are and what you do? I would say I've learned a lot. Mm. The main thing I've learned is I really need to get better at saying no to people when they come to me with ridiculous ideas like, do you want to be on a toast <laughs> podcast? <laughs> the answer should have been no, Jared. So are you going to be on... Toastcast 2, the second Well, slice. so that was going to be my next question. Do you think this is, is, is this format sustainable? This like, one? What does episode 8 of this show this look like? This yeah. is, so? is a one-off, I think. Yeah. This is a one-off unless people beg from Yes. Uh, if you are out there, if you're one of the dozens listening to this that wants more. A baker's dozen. Le- a baker's <laughs> dozen. There you go. There you go. That, 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 that wants more, let us know and perhaps toast. But you've got to let us know because otherwise we're never going to get the gumption to do You have no idea how long it took to get the yeah, four the of only us thing that would, yeah. I think the only thing that would get us back is like overwhelming public demand. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think we could definitely retool the show next time around. We've learned a lot mm-hmm. about what it takes to talk about toast. Like what would you change on the next show? What have you learned? I think I would probably give us more opportunities for humor. Uh, then, then uh, y'all have said some more very jokes. funny things. Mm-hmm. I think we need more jokes. I think the audience interaction was good, but we probably ought to move to different topics. I think that uh, some historical context on toast, perhaps each of us could come with new toast facts that we've oh, researched yeah. and toast stories. Great toast moments in history. Toast. Think about like when the toaster pops in Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and 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 Vincent Vega like is toast, killed. Like toast's place in popular culture. Yeah, we should be ready to come in and talk about those great moments. And toast is so much a part of our lives. And I really think we've begun, oh, barely begun to scratch the burnt surface. And you of- really do need to try beans on toast. <laughs> yeah, I, I want we, to. We missed one there. If you're listening to this and you want more toast, do you you did in fact eat that whole slice of marmite toast? No, right? I, I oh, ate, you didn't. I ate as much as I could. I got, I think. Three quarters of the way there. You did. Okay, yeah, but you're not gonna. You won't be rushing out to buy a jar of marmite. No. Okay. <laughs> no, the marmite didn't do it. You for did. Me. It was good though. It was good. I, I, I always enjoy watching somebody eat marmite for mm, the first time. I definitely think it's polarizing. Like I could see somebody getting really into that. Yeah, I did. But it I didn't just hate it. It's just me. that I'm like I said, I'm programmed to eat sugar. Yeah. Right. Unfortunately, right. <laughs> I like savor, but it's the wrong kind of savor for me. I think it's, some of it is that I tend to avoid strongly yeasty liquid tastes. Uh, um, I'm not sure why. It's not like a Guinnessy. Kind of guy. Yeah, do you not like Guinness? 
Well, I like Guinness, but I like to dump champagne in it and make a black velvet out of it. Uh, Whoa. Oh, my God. I've never, I've never heard of that. that. You ever had a black velvet? No. No. Oh, Guinness and champagne? It's I've just, had a black and tan. No, no. A black velvet is just Guinness and champagne 50-50. Wow. I, yeah. Because I'm not now, a fan of Guinness, but does, I would have d- a... Does that... Do they sit on top of one another, or do they mix? They mix pretty nicely. Ooh. Really? You don't you don't uh, you don't stir them, mm-hmm. but the champagne does a very good job of making sure it ends oh, up yeah, yeah, yeah. all over the Guinness. I can't even imagine what that it would taste like. It is still very bitter and, mm-hmm. and a little yeasty, but it's also got that semi sweetness of champagne. Mm. It's really good. I've never, I've never, I would never think to combine those. Yeah. It was uh, uh, invented, uh, I believe, invented in India by Irish soldiers. That's what I read. Um, but, All right. Uh, yeah, give it a shot. Mm, I think you'd like it. Yeah, go grab one of those little. That's that's the only reason to go to like Cost Plus World Market and buy those little tiny champagnes. Oh, so yeah, you have yeah. just enough champagne to make uh, a black velvet. Okay. That's, that's yeah, my, you're not going to open a whole bottle. Right. Not unless you've got friends over. I mean, if you're right. all having black. But since nobody's ever heard of it, I don't think of this as like a weird, obscure, like hipster drink or anything. I When I was in seventh grade, I read about it in a science fiction novel mm. and said to myself, when I'm old enough to drink, I'm going to try that. And I did. And I was like, this is amazing. So I've done a lot of drinking in my time. I've never heard of it. So another thing I've learned, I've learned so much on this show. Yeah, I've learned so much from y'all. And I've learned that I like to bask in the warm, toasty goodness of your friendship. All right, friends. uh, Speaking of that friendship, um, first round the table. We'll do plugs and then let's give tweets. So uh, headed around from the left here. Miss James. Hey. What you up to? Uh, right now, um, I appear every week on GameSpot's After Dark podcast, which you can find youtube.com slash GameSpot. I also work on a show called Audiologues. Uh, the latest episode is all about Shovel Knight. It's basically, it's like a, the developers get to describe the thought processes and tell untold stories behind the games they make. Oh, so Sorry. dev stories. Okay. And mm. what is, what is GameSpot After Dark? Because that sounds kind of naughty. Oh, that's our podcast. Because uh. originally it was supposed to be, uh, we just wanted to start one and so that was the mentality that was like this gorilla thing that we did after work we did used to record after work and then it just worked surely no one in games and entertainment media would begin a project under the table so that it wasn't noticed by management and it was successful before somebody could kill it that would never happen no they knew about it um but we were just kind of piloting and then that's and now we're about 27 episodes in. And by so. the way, I'm well aware of After Dark. It's for the benefit of our listeners. Thank you. Because, I mean, got to love what GameSpot oh, yeah. makes. Thank you. Gary Wooda. Uh You can find me uh, every Wednesday uh, on Kind of Funny Games Daily. It goes out live at 10 a.m. Uh, Pacific at uh, twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames. It's also on their YouTube channel later that same day. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Gary Witter. You can uh, follow me on twitch at twitch twitch.tv slash gary witter uh we have a uh, we're going to be adding a xbox podcast uh sometime in the near future on kind of funny as well that i'll be co-hosting with uh, the great Snowbike mike um and that's about it that's pretty exciting yeah uh, occasionally you you also uh, compose scripts for major motion pictures yes but i don't have anything i can plug uh, uh, I, give me a, give me a couple of weeks I'll tell, I'll, I'll tell you off, actually I'll, after this is done I'll tell you offline I got some cool stuff awesome. down the pipe, but yes. nothing I can talk about right now that's too bad you're forever working on in fact, by the, I don't know how long it's going to take for this to go up but by, by the time this goes up they might uh, I think this could probably go up this week so alright so it might still be under wraps right. I'll let you know that's exciting yeah. yeah I can't wait to find out what it is mm-hmm. 
Chastity V, what are you up to? Hey there. I run the entertainment side of GameSpot for video, so you can check out all of our great entertainment video coverage. We break down television movies. Uh, it's called GameSpot Universe, so go to youtube.com slash GameSpot Universe. And if you are a Star Trek fan, I am breaking down Picard this entire season, so please join me for my breakdowns of every episode of Picard, um, Thursdays and Fridays, youtube.com slash GameSpot Universe. And Three. then we... Three episodes in. We are three episodes in. What's your What's your impression? The first three episodes should have been one episode, but okay. episode four is going to be good. All right. Yeah. Ooh, mm-hmm. exciting. Yeah, it's directed by Jonathan Frakes. <gasps> I yes. love Frakes. Oh, I take Frakes. Yes. One of my favorite people. Oh. To take Frakes. That's right. Y'all, so y'all know each other pretty well, right? One of the things that I heard, yeah, I, I know him a little bit. He's done me, done me some favors over the over the years. He guest starred on my stupid YouTube show that I had back in the day. Uh, one of the things that I learned about him recently is that when he directs, because he directs a lot of TV, uh, the way that he calls uh, everyone back, the crew back from lunch, is he shouts, Red Alert! And everyone goes, oh shit, it's Riker! <laughs> and amazing. they all have, they all like rush back so to their good. places. Oh, I would love that. <laughs> that makes me so happy. And he does it in the, he, like, he totally yeah. like, does the Riker version of it as well. Oh. And everyone just like jumps up like. <laughs> this pleases me to yeah. no end. This also that pleases that me. Yeah. And then, yeah, uh, I make stuff on the internet. Uh, you can find some stuff on my YouTube channel every now and then. And uh, But I think the cheap places to look are where you're probably listening to this, at Pockets Full of Soup and at the Top 100 Games Podcast, both of which you can find on your major podcast services. Top 100 Games Podcast with Jared Petty is a bunch of guests talking about the greatest games of all time. How many episodes are into that, are you? Uh, like 14, 15. By so the you've got a long way to go. Oh, yeah, we got a long way to go. So. But we're having fun with it. A different guest, different game every week, counting up from 100 to 1, one oh. by one. Everyone in this room I hope to have on. I invited Gary already. I don't like lists. And he doesn't like lists. I don't lists. like ranking things. Can you just come on and talk about something nice for an hour and refuse to rank it? Sure. All right, that works. And then I'll <laughs> plug in. I refuse to rank this at number one, which I do. <laughs> and then we'll just go on. Okay, that sounds good. Um, and uh, if y'all will do it, I'd love to have you on as well. Sure, sure. Good, 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 good. I'd love that. Um, all right, friends. Thank you for listening to this, uh, giving up a portion of your valuable lives. You could have used this 80 minutes or so to plant a flower garden or spend time with your children. But instead, you decided to listen to this. And... Uh, Well, I blame you for it. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye.